Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. We're back. It's been a long time. I feel rusty. I feel like I got uh, mush in my mouth. I don't know how to speak anymore. Uh, I miss I miss the theme song. Yeah, it's a good theme song. It's a good theme song. You want to tell the people what it's all about? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, it's my brother's band called My Stereotic. That's right. Uh, they helped us out by doing a, a, an awesome theme song. And it's like four minutes long. We obviously can't play the whole thing here. But if you go to mystereotamusic.com, you can check out the whole thing. Also, our link in our show notes. Yes, we always, always, always do. Yeah. Uh, we got... How does it feel to be back podcasting once it again? feels good. And I'm yeah. unusually excited about this season of The Walking Dead. I feel like mm. after I've seen all the trailers, this might be the season that really sets it off and gets them, you know, permanently on the right footing. Yeah. We we shall see. Plus, I was excited that I can still do a terrible Rick accent because... <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Lincoln yeah. sure hasn't gotten any better judging from the trailer. No, not at all. I don't think he's he's not even trying to do it anymore, right? <laughs> he's given up. I think he listened to our cast. And <laughs> Is that what I said? That's, like? that's that's in yeah, that's influencing him now. So he's oh, like no. he's doing Andrew Lincoln doing Rick Grimes doing Aaron Hubbard doing Rick Grimes, <laughs> and the results are you know, mixed. We spilt blood. <laughs> That's what comes if, out. If Lori's going to adopt my version of her accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd I be doubt awesome. it. Anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, go back to episode 213 of the Dying Fire. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the only way to make her character more annoying. Yes. A I wonder, high, shrill voice. I wonder how they're going or if they're going to redeem her character in this season. Can they? Can they redeem her character? She's pretty irredeemable. Yeah, I think so. They turned Skylar White around. They did, yeah. And Lori hasn't put any mom jeans on, so. No. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, so let's let's talk about the ground rules. Oh wait, we've got we've got some news first to talk about. Some some bad news and some good news. Oh no. What do you want to hear first? Uh, I just want to hear the bad news. You I don't just... want any of the good news. <laughs> well, we are going to have to cancel the Walking Dead meetup for Indianapolis because oh, we can't find a venue. Uh, we found a couple of venues we're interested, but they. Were like sports bars had nice TVs and sound system, but they did not want Walking Dead competing with their Sunday night football traffic. Mm-hmm. And then we found other venues that were shy about rebroadcast because I guess there's these rules where if you show uh, a TV show that's unmuted to an audience, that you can actually <laughs> have to pay like like a uh, like your movie theater, like so you got to pay some yeah. kind of movie premium licensing fees. So I don't know how the hell we're going to solve this. Um, maybe what we'll do is regroup and we'll do just like a podcast meetup where we meet up on a Tuesday evening, mm, yeah, and report record a part uh, record a live podcast at a bar here in Indy. So stay cool. tuned for that. I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. Um, I'd like to reach out to the producers and get some goddamn screener DVDs and just get official permission to do this kind of stuff. So yeah. maybe we'll go go about that route. Uh, good news is Walking Dead Season 2 is streaming on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So if you want to refresh your memory and fast forward through a lot of stupid stuff, uh, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to, to go on and uh, check it out. Cool. Honestly, because I, I listened to the back half of the Season 2 Walking Dead podcast, Watching Dead podcast. Yeah. Because I can't get enough of hearing myself. And 
we actually like season two, the end of season two, oh, the, a whole the tail lot. half of season two, yeah. much better than the front half. But didn't we hate the last episode or something? No. There, there was a lot of stuff we hated right at the end. No, we really liked, I thought... Carl getting out of the house. Yes. Like, over and over and over. Yes. Lori could never watch Carl. We, I think we were really conflicted about the episode that Shane died, um, because yeah. that was the, that was the penultimate, I guess, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it had a – while it had that great scene between Rick and Shane, it also had just a lot of straight-up bullshit. Yeah. So – but, yeah, there was, like, I think maybe two episodes out of the last six were kind of a little funky. Yeah. But the rest of the season is pretty strong. What was your favorite part of season two? Oh, for sure, the climax. Well, like, a, do you have, like, a specific scene or moment that was – I still come back cool. to where I like that scene of uh, Daryl watching the farm burn. He's sitting there on his chopper. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a very iconic scene of him just watching the thing burn. Yeah, He's all cool. alone until he hears Carol's dumbass and he has got to ride off and save her. But yeah, I think that's cool. my – if I have to think of a single you know, iconic moment, mm-hmm. uh, that's the one that sticks with me. That's the one I still wish is on my desktop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you did wish that, didn't you? Uh, I particularly like Dale getting his guts ripped out. <laughs> really? Yeah, both because Dale was a somewhat annoying character at times, mm, uh, mm-hmm. almost got the group killed, and also because it was an awesome scene and he acted the hell out of that episode. And I still haven't got so. to try to uh, to do that myself with the pig human analog. <laughs> yeah, we need to try that <laughs> at the, at the live podcast. Yeah, we'll have a pig there. We'll get a whole. To- <laughs> No. No, not at all. I think the few bars that we're talking to us have now hung up the phone. <laughs> uh, so that's all we got for news. We don't really have a recap, but uh, let's talk about what we know about the new season. Uh, primary flaw of last season, what would you say? If you could say the biggest problem with last season, what was it? Uh, circles. They just kept running around in circles. Uh, it's, it's like they got on the farm, didn't know what to do with them. And so they had them tread the same ground over and over. Uh-huh. That was my biggest deal with season two. So if you could fix that, what would you do? I would speed up the action a lot. I would get them. I would I would take it more in a Breaking Bad formula where action is almost always happening. You get mm-hmm. maybe one episode of a lull to set stuff up, and then they hit you with two or three action-packed episodes that move the plot along. Right, right. So they would have been to this supposed prison that they showed at the end already, like halfway through season two. Yeah, and so your so your problem was like metaphorically going in circles. I think the biggest problem is physically they went in circles because they just got on that farm and it was a static location mm-hmm. that had no place to go. And in season three in the trailer, yeah. and we're going to assume that you've seen the Comic-Con trailer, I think, for the rest of this podcast. So if you're staying to. like virginal, virginal, spoiler-free – Switch off now. We will consider some uh, stuff in the spoiler section. I've, I've got a couple of uh, lines of angry I want to follow. Mm-hmm. But from what we see, they you know, and and uh, there's multiple locations, mm-hmm. multiple dynamic locations with lots of new characters and lots of things to see and do. Yep. Um, I like how they split the party up, and, and even think yeah, splitting the party, which is never a good idea from a dungeon master perspective, but. <laughs> It, for for narrative purposes, it seems really good, and also answered my biggest question is like, how are they going to get Michonne and Andrea back to the group? Well, answer is in the short term, they're not. Yeah, and they're not going to just have them miraculously discover them. So good. 
Uh, I like that. Uh, also, like my biggest problem with the season two premiere is the one action set piece felt so fucking forced. This horde of Which zombies on the highway that came from oh, literally yeah, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now it looks like they're set up. You know, the you know clearing the prison is yeah. a really honest action set piece. It's going to be. I mean, they got the aliens lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Do or the, the Doom Three lighting, where you're just running around with flashlights, and uh-huh. you know, a lot, zombies alert, illuminated by gun bursts. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good stuff. So I think that both of our biggest complaints about season two, at least structurally, look like they're going to be addressed in season three. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be good. Also, they can't they can't keep the Shane Laurie Rick uh, triangle going <laughs> yeah. anymore. And pa- although. Maybe if if Lori just keeps bringing up Shane and won't let it drop, I'll Shane this, Shane that. I, I don't think they can do that. Because no. the thing that was no, really I, annoying I, was she would get Rick stirred up, mm-hmm. and then she would go to Shane and get him stirred up, and then back there. I mean, she can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No so, shame. Uh, uh, Dale can't fake repair the RV anymore. No, no. He's not going to get anybody stranded. The, the RV is done for. <laughs> yep. Uh, I also thought it was interesting how they recast Carl Jr. Uh, as Tom Welling from Smallville. <laughs> oh, God. The guy who plays Superman? I mean, I, I, uh. you know, if you're worried about the kid aging, why would you cast a 30-some-year-old actor <laughs> with boyish good looks? I mean... That was him, right? I think they could have just done a you know a Bobby Draper and just grabbed some other kid. You're probably freaking people out. They're like Googling right now. Oh, my God. They cast that guy? Seriously. <laughs> the Carl. kid playing Carl Jr. looks like he's about to shave. Yeah. The structure he's... of his face has changed. It is. Yeah. And that's what happens with you, you when you cast prepubescent. Yep. You know? Same thing that happened on Lost. That's the, Walt. They had to let him go for a Walt few years. Walt didn't disappear. He just transformed into an NFL <laughs> linebacker in the yeah. space of a season. Well, luckily there they have the time travel stuff yeah. to, to kind of offset that. But here they've got nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, They're not going to time travel Carl. And you think he looks old in this season? Like we were saying that this is the, from the Comic-Con trailer. What happens when they went into hiatus oh, and yeah. uh, going to come back in January? He's going to you know have a wife and children. <laughs> <laughs> just new characters that are introduced and never explained. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Carl, how's your wife doing this morning? There really is a Carl Jr. now. <laughs> it's a new generation. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that has oh, to happen. Man. Uh, so, how do you feel about Merle? Oh, man, I can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. Super excited. And what what does he have in his arm? He's got a bayonet yeah. on his arm. He's got a metal stump, and he's, uh-huh. a, he's, he's uh, like C-clamp some kind of dagger to it. Yeah, that looks really cool. He's gone full ash. Full on Ash. Um, yeah, I actually. What's the guy's name that plays Merle? Uh, Michael Rooker. Rucker? Rook or like, like a rook on a chessboard. I liked him, and I remember uh, watching season one how he had a lot of you know. I think he had a lot of energy to the cast, a lot of negative oh, yeah. energy. But the dude was you know one of those guys where you just couldn't take your eyes off of him. Yeah, and he feels like such a genuine actor, like a, a genuine presence when he acts. Right. I mean, I really felt like he was some horrible racist guy mm-hmm. that well, was I just intimidating the group. No, I don't think he is. I, I heard an interview with him on The Nerdist, oh, actually. Oh, no, I don't think he literally is. I, I'm talking about the actor okay. bringing so much to okay. that character. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, he seems like a really cool character, and I'm no. glad to see he's back. I mean, he played a really gentle soul in uh, The Green Mile. Oh, I never saw that. As gentle a soul as you can be as a guy who's on death row. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's got some, some range there. Um, what else are we, do we, cause I don't I feel like this is going to be a long, you. this isn't going to be a long cast. This is just a yeah, kind yeah. of like, you know, blow the, blow the dust out of the tubes. Yeah. Uh, literally the blow pumps, the dust off of our microphones. Prime the pipes. Uh, you have a question? Uh, yeah, I have a question for you. How, over under how many episodes until T-Dog gets a line? <laughs> huh. This is a tough one. I'm going to say one and a half. Yo, wow. So he will not, I'm saying he won't get lines in, in episode one, but he has to get a line in episode two. In the second half, in the last half of episode two. No, I mean, just a 1.5 just means it's, you know, you can't have a push. Oh, okay. I think, gotcha. right? So anyway, uh, but, but, but yeah, he's, it's, it's, it's got to be somewhere in the, uh, the, the second one. Okay. Wow. So, are we even going to see T Dog in the first episode? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to. You have right? to. Yeah, have they to at see least him. show him, and he's good at like the physical stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. in season one, he was leading the uh, uh, what was he wearing? Like hockey armor, the hockey armor zombie oh, bashing yeah. brigade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as Rick says, we're going to take this prison back hand to hand. So we're going to see <laughs> lots of uh, room for T Dog to shine. Definitely. He he he's the gratuitous melee zombie combatant, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's the one that bashed in the well zombie's head. Yep, yep. Uh, he loves doing the 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 death blows on these guys. <laughs> yeah. Did they armor him up with that shield in the prison? Oh, is he the one he holding the shield that? bear? I hope so because yeah. he's a big dude. He could put some force behind it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Are you? Are, That'd be cool. So I guess we'll say oh, I'm going to save that for the spoiler section because that's a good point. Okay. Um, speaking of shields, one thing I'm concerned about in season three is the concept of character shields. Oh, I thought you were going to segue to something about Glenn Mazzara. That would have been so perfect. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, right. no, 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 no. Um, I, I feel like with the death of Shane and um, Glenn. Mm. No, whoa, I'm sorry, whoa, not Glenn. Whoa. Off screen. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I don't know if you missed seasons. the webisodes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the death of Dale. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And the death of Jimmy and an unnamed <laughs> daughter of, uh, what's her, you know, son, daughter-in-law of, of, of Herschel. And Sophia. Yeah. I feel like that all the disposable characters have been disposed of at this point. Mm, yeah. And going forward, you're not going to have this, oh, anyone can die. You know, it's kind of like... Yeah. If Ned Stark in uh, the Game of Thrones had been the only character of note that ever died, you'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that's kind of a, this this show's shtick. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like going forward that that is a concern? Uh, it certainly is. I mean, they've shown that they're not afraid to kill off the main characters, right? I mean, Dale and Shane, both mm-hmm. main characters, both mm-hmm. guys that we had come to at least enjoy watching, if not care for as characters. Right. Uh, they still have Beth. They can kill her. Not a problem. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the cast is basically there for the long term, as far as I can tell. Um, so I, but if Beth dies, who will sing them campfire songs? (laughs) I don't know. Dale's gone. He's not going (laughs) to be telling any stories. When is the survivor group going to know that anytime they sit around a campfire, bad things are going to happen? I I don't know. I don't think they'll be sitting around campfires anymore. They're going into the prison. Well, but that's that's where we saw Beth singing in the trailer. In the trailer? Yeah, the Comic-Con trailer. She's singing in the trailer? We just watched it, man. Yeah, she's it, singing in oh, like okay. this little well, girl voice. It must voice. be immediately, because right now they're not at the prison yet. Right. Like, it just showed the prison. They don't actually know it's there. I think she's singing so, the yeah. classic doodlebug. Doodlebug. 
All right. This is a full version. I don't even know the what expanded that is. version of Doodlebug. Never heard it. <laughs> is that some kids TV no, show? Oh, it's or? like the. Oh my god! I think you've forgotten everything from season two. Remember, he, there's like the game he was playing with her when she had her psychotic breakdown. He came up and was like doing this you know, bug thing. I probably did game. just block that out of my memory <laughs> because it was such bullshit. Like, I didn't care about Beth. Yeah, I didn't like, care about this woman is 37 years old and they're doing this doodlebug <laughs> crap. <laughs> I think she's supposed to be like 17, 18, isn't she? Yeah, and Carl's supposed to be 11. <laughs> That's true. But I saw him sporting chest hair in this trailer, <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> Neither do I, man. All right, so we got the Survivor Shields in place, or that's something well, we're worried about. Right along with that, we had some death predictions from, oh. last, uh, from our, our finale episode All last right, year. Let's go over it, and then yeah. we'll decide how confident we are in those predictions. Okay. So um, a lot of these we were in agreement on. Um, Rick, we said 0% chance of him dying this season. He's got the strongest character shield yeah, he's the main character. There's no way he's going to die. He's angled full <laughs> deflector shields in front. He's not. There's nothing getting through. Uh, Carl, we said zero percent. Yes, I'd be. I'd be. Still I'd feel. be pretty pissed if he died. Okay. Uh, Herschel, I was at a hundred percent for death. You were at zero. You still feel like he's invulnerable. I kind of feel. Sh- I honestly feel kind of shaky on that because I feel like. If they want to avoid this whole concept of the survivors having character shields, then he is a, one of the logical ones to die. He's had a decent amount of development, but he's not certainly a main character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he he gave Glenn the keys to Maggie's vagina. Uh, he's he's had his uh, he made love to a couch. Uh, <laughs> he, he had a drinking problem that he overcame last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he had a lot of a lot of miles on on, on this true. odometer. He might be ready to. He fired off like 150 shotgun shells without reloading. Yep, yep. Uh, took I, one I right feel, near the ear from a I, magnum. Yeah, I, I feel like he could be one that's ready to shuffle off the coil, and the writers could be like, okay, wow. and but but it's to be shocking. I'd be shocked. Yeah. But you know, you said in that cast that he's such a strong character he can't he can't yeah, die. But that's that's the perfect why, yeah. that's reason why the writers would kill him mm. because he is they don't a, know how to write for good characters. <laughs> this is a three dimensional, fully realized character. What are we going to do with him? Kill him, says uh, Glenn Mazzara. <laughs> no, by the I, way, I don't want to dog on him because I I did think the last half of season two was good. So. If if you're new to our cast. We do crack on The Walking Dead an awful lot, but I, I, it's it's not fair to say that we're not fans of the show. Mm. If, and if you want to leave us a one star review on iTunes and hurt our feelings, that's fine. But we <laughs> we we are fans of the show, and we're going to keep doing this podcast just to spite you. Yeah. So it will not in. make us go no, away. Hell no! It just galvanizes us. Definitely. I I'm not so sure I'm at a hundred percent because, like you said, I do think he's a strong character, and it would really suck if he were gone. Uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna downgrade to an eighty. Ooh, yeah. We've we've moved we've moved a little closer together. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> uh, how about Daryl? We're both at zero. Zero. Yeah, he's uh, he's going nowhere. I'm telling you, that would be the most pissed I've been if 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 they off him. You and ten million other. Yeah, fans. I know. I Everybody know. loves Daryl. Right. I've got his action figure on my bookcase. <laughs> yep. Literally, and uh, I've got his T-shirt. Which you can get at our t-shirt shot store. That we never advertise. We never do. What is it? It's it's baldmove.spreadshirt.com? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've got a, uh, eye crossbow, Daryl Dixon mm-hmm. done in the style of the, like the eye. I love New York, except for the heart. Yeah. There's a cross red crossbow and yep. there's ladies tees. There's multiple colors. <laughs> if you want something for Halloween, that's badass or just to wear around. Yeah. It's my go-to pajama shirt. All right. How about Glenn? Glenn zero percent is what we said. I wasn't done advertising the shirt. Number one, I'm done advertising. Uh, Glenn zero zero percent. Okay. So we're both still there. Yeah. Yep. Maggie, I was at twenty and you were at fifty percent. Wow. I think she's in danger. I'm I'm backing her down to zero. I think oh, her really? and Glenn's a package deal. See, I, I think s- splitting up the package would be yeah, but rough, we haven't seen them together. Doable. We need. You know, there's been mm-hmm. the young love, and we need to see some moments of happiness. Now, season four, you come back around on yeah. season four, I, I would say that as a package deal, 75% chance one of them would die. Okay. I, I don't. I couldn't say who. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next up, Lori. I gave it 100. You gave it 75. Yeah. You gave it 75, I think, because she needed to be uh, – or I gave it 100 because I hated her. You gave it 75 because you hated her, but she needed to be there or something. I don't know. No, I, I just, I don't know. I'm going to leave. I'm going to save it for the spoiler section. Okay. Uh, Beth, 100. Uh, yeah, if anyone's yeah. going to die and has no character shields at all, her main deflector shield is down. Oh. I think, I think she might die. There's someone else with the main deflector shield down. Carol at 100% for both of us. Uh, was that a, what we think is going to happen, or uh, our desire? I think it was a little of both. Because if the if the writers have her move into the kind of gadfly mode that Dale occupied, uh, and mm-hmm. Shane kind of you know jointly uh, uh, occupied that particular roost, I'm going to be very unhappy with that character. Yeah, yeah. I I think she's expendable. She's in the same category as Beth. She's more expendable than Stallone, Statham, and Jet Li combined. I mean, she is mm-hmm. extremely expendable. And the other reason I would say leave her at 100% death is because if she dies, that makes this whole situation worse for everybody's favorite character, Daryl. So yeah. they kind of want to see that, right? That might be because they do have this weird chemistry. Mm-hmm. That I can't like you know we we talked about this last season. I kept on going back and forth about whether it was matronly or whether it was sexual. Yeah, um, I don't know, but she's she kind of speaks to him mm-hmm. in a way that the other people don't. So does that help her or does that hurt her? It helps her. It does okay. because there's some some dramatic potential to exploit there, especially yeah, since but, especially yeah, sure. since uh, you know. Daryl's been kind of Rick's guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always backing him in in word and deed. Yeah. What if Carol was able to like pour a little poison in his ear about that? I mean, she kind of did last yeah, time. Ooh. Like you could be, you could lead us just as good. You could protect us just as good. You know. Yeah, you think she's bitter about Rick not finding her kid? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. She's a she's an <laughs> okay. enigma to me, and and I think she was written very poorly last season. So it'll just. I'm just saying that's yeah. one role they could. You know, she seemed to be very a pox on all your houses in the last two episodes. Um, so she could continue that by trying to influence Daryl. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. How about Michonne? We both said 0% death. 0% chance. Yeah. She needs at least one season. Now, it's interesting because I was talking to Mad Brew, uh, my co-host of the Night's Watch, this, this weekend. He was over at my son's birthday party. And I said, are you excited about season three Walking Dead? And he's like, not really. And I'm like, why? I thought... 
season two ended on a good note. He goes, yeah, but then they brought that, you know, crazy girl with the samurai sword. And I'm like, I don't want my ninja in my, I don't want ninja in my zombie. Gotcha. He's like, that just seems like it's pure geek pandering. And I I did feel a little of that. Yeah. Now now he's not a comic book fan, but Mm. because that's straight out of the comic book, but that does, you know, I guess I would say that, Keep watching, because I don't think that that angle is going to be played for very much longer. And, you know, for a zombie apocalypse, uh, Katana's not a bad weapon. It's good enough for Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction. He (laughs) preferred it to the baseball bat, uh, the the, the claw hammer, and the chainsaw. So it's it's got some some, uh, potential there. Fair enough. Last but certainly not least in our eyes, maybe in the writers, (laughs) T-Dog. I was at 50-50 here. He could go. He could stay. You were at zero. No yeah, chance he's going to die. I feel like. I feel like the writers are have like some kind of personal mission to prove all of us wrong that they've got something in for T Dog or, or T Dog's an afterthought. Yeah. If anything, I see a big expansion of his character this season. I, I'm totally with you as a total. I mean, as a total, because I felt like that the writers were reading the internet. Yeah, and you know. The second half of season two addressed a lot of the concerns, and I think season three is going to, you know, because Kirkman and Mazzara's got experience, but Kirkman certainly doesn't have an, have an experience with direct role of supervising and writing a TV series, and it's very mm-hmm. different from a comic book. Yeah. You can take 20 issues to tell a story in a comic book where, uh, you know, in this medium, that would feel extremely slow. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that. There's big things for him. Yeah, they're going to flesh him out as a character before they kill him, certainly. I mean, otherwise, why is he there? You're right. Um, all right, that that was it for the characters. Do okay. We have some feedback. Should we move do, into or? some feedback? Yeah, we yeah. do. We got a little bit on uh, Facebook. Um, Julie Webster uh, said that she noticed in a preview trailer that Lori is quite pregnant, and she wondered how long do we think that they've been out in the camp? She's thinking at least two to three months. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't they really close to the prison? Didn't it just, like, pan up yes. and it's over the hill? Yes. They're going to stay two to three months outside of the prison. the prison. I, that, I didn't buy that either. Plus, didn't they that mention... That seems like a bad idea. The other thing that feels off to me about that is, I mean, it is what it is. If, if her belly's big, I did not notice. But sure. they also mentioned how it's going to start getting cold soon. Yeah. Like, winter yeah. is coming. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> I just it, got a little Game of Thrones in there, definitely. But uh, I feel like that maybe because because the prison's got this big yard area. Maybe they do some you know going out there to cook and and, and that you could get confused on that. I don't know. Well, it looked like they were still in mostly warm weather clothes, right? Right. I didn't see anybody super. On the other hand, up. man, did you see how long? Uh, Rick's hair was? Oh yeah, Herschel's hair too. Yeah, they're getting yeah, they're getting full goatee. blown man mullets. Yeah, so it, it has been a Some few time has passed, exactly. Uh, I wonder where Lori was in that scene where she's really pregnant, because it may have been that they got into the prison and it's been months in the prison. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, James P. asks, I'm looking forward to T-Dog relevance. You and me both, brother. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, how will Andrea react when she inevitably meets back up with the group after they left her behind? Do you think there'll be some bad bad blood there? Well, first of all, she's going to make a horrible face. <laughs> It's gonna be uh, as savage as it ever yeah, was. Yeah, she will. <laughs> um, I uh, she can't 
have any bad blood for these guys, right? I mean, it was a it was a time of crisis. Mm-hmm. It's not like they just took off and left her there for no reason. She ran in the opposite direction. Yeah. What did I, what did she expect them to do? I feel like if they wrote her that she was mad that they left her, that that would be a terrible, terrible, almost daytime soap level decision. Yeah. yeah. Because any rational person could see that <laughs> this was a crisis situation. You know, they did meet her, meet her up at, at, they did try to wait for her at the rendezvous point. And, everybody left everybody there. And it seems like she's right? going to be taken captive, going to be taken captive by the group, uh, judging by the, yeah. uh, the Woodbury group, judging by the, the trailer, the Comic-Con trailer. So I don't even think, you know, that she could even know that they left. They could, they could probably say with a straight face, we waited for a week, <laughs> you know, fought them zombies off. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We lived on. I'm sorry. They wouldn't say we, zombies. We lived on the Sophia provisions. <laughs> Gatorade. The Gatorade. One thing of Gatorade and a Gator- package of crackers. It's like Gatorade, a can of Pringles, and <laughs> half of a thing of beef jerky. They did leave an inordinate amount of stuff there for her, though. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I don't think she could be angry. Look at those kids, man. They just wander off. They yep. don't give them something to eat. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. What else? Um drew h asked will we ever see morgan or his son again and did he get all of rick's walkie talkie voicemails (laughs) uh he certainly didn't get any voicemails (laughs) do you think we're going to see morgan i think that's that ship is sick because at this point they're so far out of atlanta yeah yeah Yeah. I, i really do did did they leave did they leave something on the car, Sophia's car, for for him to find though, or was I'm thinking Ooh. I'm getting confused of season one, where they had yeah. the camp and they leave a sign that said we're moving to okay, yeah, yeah I don't see how they could ever hook up. That probably won't stop me from doing some Rick Grime voicemails though. <laughs> sure. Also, we fun. We busted the show's chops a lot, but actually that made perfect sense. They explained it yeah, yeah, in the, the first – yeah, when we went back and watched, we kind of felt like jackasses because they had an arrangement that every day at dawn, Rick would get on the line and they'd both get on the line. If they were close enough to Atlanta, he'd hear him. So he was just yeah. talking at sunset hoping that you know that would be the mm-hmm. day that the thing – that he, he talked back. So Yeah. I don't feel too bad because it was a funny bit, but <laughs> and they did pull some bullshit on that. He was about to say what Jenner told him and then he was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> uh, so – Let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, um, let me see. W- which do you think was worse? The worst plot thread was it Sophia or was it Jenner? Which oh. do you think fell on its face harder? Jenner, because Jenner, it was okay. drug out for two for almost an entire season. Yeah, yeah. It went from cliffhanger the cliffhanger and we all knew what it was like from (laughs) from like as soon as jenner said it people were like well it's probably this and they're like no it can't be something that stupid yeah and it was Mm -hmm. and the survivor's reaction to it was dumb and there was no reason for rick not to tell anybody it was just i I know stupid all all right i'm glad we're on the same page with that i mean sophia was a decent plot line and it it paid off what it's like the opposite yeah where it was a good idea and had a great payoff it just was stretched out too long jenner was stretched out too long a crappy idea and the payoff (laughs) fell flat on its face yeah gotcha um so speaking of uh, crazy stuff justin hook says a totally speculative crazy meta plot prediction 
He thinks John Jenner actually told Rick that he tested positive for the zombie virus back at the end of season one. Rick didn't pass the virus on to his son Carl through his blood transfusions while Carl was con- uh, was recovering from his gut shot wound. During season three, we'll continue to see evidence of this. So that, Rick only Rick only says yeah. that everyone's infected because he gave it to everyone. Yeah, because <laughs> he's been giving blood transfusions to everybody. Apparently, wow. I don't know. I, that's a, that's a crazy theory. Of course, it is a totally crazy speculative meta plot. So yeah. congratulations, Justin. How would you like it if that actually isn't what Jenner told him? He just told the group it was, and that's still a running plot thread. Mm-hmm. That would know. not be good. Uh, not be good at all. J- our friend Jason Shankel from the Nattercast said, uh, "I hope there are zombies this year." I think that's a solid prediction. And actually, I hope so as well. They seem like they're raising their game again. Like the zombies in the previews look amazing. Some yeah. of the best work we've seen yet. And a bunch of them. Yes. In the prison. So now this kind of like rips open this debate again. Uh, do you think that they really miss, uh, you know, that there is some kind of budget problem or budget cri- crisis keeping the show from being good. Nah. Because it just feels like that they've got the zombies down to where they can just rubber stamp those things out looking awesome for cheap. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. And they have huge sets this season and yeah. big cast. So what the hell? Yeah, I mean, that city they go to, Woodbury, is just, you know, it's on a, a giant sound mm-hmm. area. Whatever. Oh, you think so? A I thought it, they, they probably just took over some neighborhood. No, no, no. I think it looks to me like it's one of those Disneyland movie set things, you know, uh, where they do the old west yeah, right. setups. Yeah, right. The back lot. It, exactly. Um, and the prison. I mean, you could find an abandoned prison. Well, probably not in this country. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're using them all. Uh, you could find an abandoned building to make it look like a prison. All right. Uh, I actually think they are using an abandoned prison, though. I can't remember why. There I think is that. one. Yeah, well, Alcatraz, no. I guess. Oh, there's there's probably abandoned prisons all over this. I mean, we've yeah. got this huge prison industrial complex, which is a whole other discussion. But I'm sure, sure they could find a shut down prison. I, yeah, yeah, I thought they did this. They're going to do a lot of this on location. Um, anyway, David J says my comment is this: Fuck you, AMC and Dish. Hello, BitTorrent. Just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not available on BitTorrent. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's wrong. <laughs> no, that's actually not not true at all. <laughs> um, again, I've got this problem with Homeland. I don't have Showtime. Oh, but I yeah. I was I was like okay, well I'll just pay uh, for iTunes and I'll get the season pass and I'll get it a day or two later, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not on iTunes. It's oh. not on. It's not on Google Play. It's not on Amazon. You cannot watch, as wow. far as I can tell, season two of Homeland. Not it's not on Hulu. I have a huge problem with. The stagnation in television as far as technology goes. Why is HBO Go not available to anyone who wants to pay the money to get it? I think it, Why do I have to be a cable subscriber? I don't know. I don't know. Especially since they, you can... I think you could pay extra for it. What? I you, think you, you can, pay on top of cable? I thought that you can pay for standalone HBO Maybe you can now. I know that they didn't it's just that, it came like, out. I'm in a shitty situation because I can't pay extra because my yeah. cable company does have it, but they just haven't done the paperwork to enable my free Go subscription <laughs> that I've got coming for me. God. It's like, it's it's maddening. And why doesn't Showtime have that service? And why I doesn't... don't know. But I love it because anytime Everybody. they give me... Because I, I, I don't like the pirate stuff. I'm a grown-ass yeah. man. I've got money. I like to pay for the things I support. But if you don't give me a legitimate option to watch the shit i'm gonna watch it yep and i give you dime agreed because you might be stagnant your technology but i've got a fiber optic <laughs> internet connection and as you say bit torrent so yeah. i win um uh parish uh s as i'm looking forward to your walking dead character theater your rick grimes impression kiss me every time 
I think he meant kill me. <laughs> no. He kissed me? He meant me? exactly what he said. All right. I don't know what it means, but he meant it. <laughs> uh, that's the feedback we got. Uh, I've got a couple things. I mean, not much. Not It's yeah. not real strong spoiler stuff, but there's some comic booky things I want to talk about in the spoiler section. Okay. Uh, otherwise, we just initiate feedback. Se- or, oh, we already did that. Initiate after a sequence? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Are we sponsored? Before we go, I'm, no, we're not. Uh, I'm yeah, Audible really took, took a listen. Yeah. Audible took a listen to season two of Walking Dead, and they're like, uh, well, pass. You offered to do it in the Rick Grimes voice, and they just <laughs> didn't accept. They said pass. Yeah. Uh, no, we we have not been in contact with him for this show. Um, before we go, I just want to say I'm super excited for season three. What I've seen of the previews looks awesome. Um, and I'm hoping that Clint Mazzara can take this full season, unlike season two where he got a portion of it, and really turn the show around. Right. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've got uh, high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, so if you'd like to follow everything that Jim and I are doing, and I gotta, I gotta give it up to the personal arrogance guys. They've kept our listeners entertained for the four <laughs> weeks we've been off the air. Yeah, they have. Uh, there are buddies from Seattle. Uh, they started broadcasting under the Bald Move banner uh, earlier this year, and yeah. super entertaining general interest podcast covering geek culture and pop culture and beer and football and all that stuff. If you'd like to check them out, you can do so at baldmove.com. Also. We don't just do Walking Dead. Oh, no. We've got Mad Men on there. We've got Justified. We've got uh, The Night's Watch, which is the Game of Thrones cast, and uh, Breaking Good, or Breaking Bad podcast. If you'd like to catch up on all of those fantastic series, you can do so at baldmove.com. If you'd like to leave us feedback for this show, you can do so at The Walking Dead or Watching Dead at baldmove.com. Not the, just Walking Dead. Not yeah. the, just Walking Dead at baldmove.com. We'd love to get uh, you guys to support us. Uh, first of all, you can like us on Facebook.com slash baldmove. Uh, I post and kind of hold down that fort. Jim does his tweeting routine on Twitter at baldmove. Uh, you know, you can follow us both there and get the, the latest skinny on all the stuff we're doing. Uh, if you'd like to directly support us, you can do so by leaving us iTunes reviews. Um, we appreciate all those, and we've been very blessed with the fans giving us support that way, and it's helped us to really rise up on the tv rankings on itunes and that helps us get more and more listeners so again thank you in advance if you haven't if you haven't rated us on itunes take a couple minutes and a couple seconds actually and, and give us give us a, a star rating an appropriate star rating uh you can also directly contribute it to us um by using our amazon affiliate link at amazon.baldmove.com or you can click on our banner on our baldmove.com site. That takes you to Amazon. And you'll notice nothing much has changed except for everything that you purchase while in that session. We get a teeny tiny cut of Amazon's profit uh, on your purchase. And that helps us keep the lights on and our bandwidth pumping. Have I left anything out? No. I think we're good. All right. So that's all I got until we get past the music and into the spoiler section. All right. Then I'll take us out. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering season three, episode one. I don't even know the title. Wow. But That's uh, how rusty we are. We <laughs> forgot to write it down. Yeah we, yeah, we did. But we'll be talking about it. <laughs> so until it's then. It's called Prison Break. As always, I'm Jim. Rick Grimes style. And I'm Aaron. back
with the spoiler section. Go ahead and run the preview for next week. Oh, that's right. We don't, don't have, have one. one. I'm sure, actually, we probably do. Maybe. We're too rusty. We haven't even looked it up. So, uh, three plot lines, as far as the comic books go, that I want to discuss in the spoiler section. Okay. Michonne. I don't, what? Okay. You Obviously. have a question with Michonne. What do you want to discuss about her? No, I was guessing. Is that one of your three no, plot lines? No. Uh-uh. How could it not be? Because, she just turned up. Because... I don't know. Her plot line seems to be kind of following her comic plot line. The one I'm talking okay. about is when when the survivors cleared the prison. That okay. looks like a fantastic sequence, by the way. Yeah. There's a there's a plot where there's still some survivors of the prison population, some yes. inmates, <laughs> and some horrific things go down. Uh, I don't see that anywhere. It looks like they're completely jumping that sequence and going right to the clash of the, our survivors, our group of dumbass survivors versus the Woodbury group that you kind of are introduced to uh, with Mich- through Michonne and uh, Andrea's eyes in the trailer. And I ask you, is that a wise move? Because there's a lot of meat on them bones. Like, I kind of expected that to be the first half of the of, of season three and then get to the governor and his people and, and the back yeah. half of season, you know, the, the, the back nine of the course. Well, I'm I'm going to answer your question and then tell you why I don't think it's valid. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a wise move because a lot of really messed up stuff happens with those survivors that they meet in the prison. And I think it shapes the characters in a direction that I'd like to see them go mm-hmm. in the show as well as the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I don't think that's a good thing. The reason I don't think that's going to happen, I think they are going to deal with the survivors, is because... Um, there's a line in there where Rick says, oh, they we spilt blood while taking this prison. Like, we're not going to give it up. We spilt blood. We spilt blood. I, I have to assume it's one of those survivors, right? Uh, it, the phrasing of it to me doesn't sound like one of our guys was killed. It sounds like we killed someone else. I, I don't agree. I can- and, and this is a four-minute trailer out of seven hours of television for the first half of this season. I mean, we've got a lot of room to cover. And if they don't deal with something uh, in but, the prison once they get there... But not to see even a couple seconds of a dude in an orange jumpsuit. I mean... Sure. Fair enough. The fact that they're completely yeah. burying that lead and the fact that... Uh, you, you know, I don't know. I don't. How long can they keep the party separated, too, before that gets kind of tedious? Um, I, It depends on how good the Woodbury stuff is and how how much momentum they can keep in the prison. Right. So potentially they could do it the entire first half of the season. Uh, The other thing I want to point out, speaking of why I think T-Dog's going to have a big year, is we're not going to ever see Tyrese. T-Dog is Tyrese, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the equivalent of Tyrese. So he needs to take a couple levels in badass and start being a bigger part of the group. Definitely, yeah. So... I mean, that's good news for T-Dog. Shield is a good first step. Yeah, if, if, if indeed yeah. he is the one wielding it. Um, but I, you know, comic book fans, I know he's a big fan favorite. Um, mm. But they need to, the, I, I just feel like that you're, if you're holding your breath waiting for him to show up, you're going to asphyxiate. It's been three seasons. It's been two <laughs> seasons already. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is, a lot of people are wondering, because this is, in this season, in the comic books, and in, in the uh, prison-slash-Woodbury plotline, Rick gets his hand amputated. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are wondering when that's going to happen, but Kirkman has said in a blog post way back when that he feels like that was one of the biggest mistakes he made in the whole series. 
But that huh. really limited Rick and something he thought would be cool, but it was, you know, a hindrance. And if he could do it all over again, he wouldn't do that. Well, now that he's making The Walking Dead, he can do it all over again. And I just don't see Andrew Lincoln wearing a prosthetic for the rest of the series. Yeah. Having his literal right arm cut off. Yeah. Uh, if Kirkman says he doesn't want to do it, uh, well, I would assume say, they're not going to do it. Right. I mean, that's not exact phrasing, but if, he, Basically, if I yeah. could do it over again, I wouldn't do it. Well, now he's doing it over again. <laughs> and is he going to do it? Right. No, he's probably not. Uh, finally, one of the reasons I said that Lori is a hundred percent sure to die is because that's exactly what happens in the climax of the prison sequence in the comic books. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I really hope that they don't change that emotional beat because that is a pivotal sequence for Rick mm-hmm. and it's a pivotal sequence for, for Carl. Carl. Yeah. And it also gets rid of kind of a loser plot which is a newborn baby in the zombie apocalypse yeah. and neatly gets rid of one of my least favorite characters in the show which is Lori. yeah i it doesn't particularly interest me to see them toting around a newborn uh-huh. at all right i could care less unless that thing comes out as a zombie Ooh. and chews its way out of Lori. i don't want to see it right yeah i i kind of so i that's the reason i put her so high up because i just feel like yeah. You know, they weren't – it'd be like if Shane never died. You know, that would be such a fundamental change to the dynamic of the show and the characters that mm-hmm. it's almost like there's no relation of the comics at that point. Um, and I feel like the death of Lori is one of those turning points too. And I just uh, – again, I don't see where her character can grow in a positive sense from where they've written her. <laughs> yeah. They... Nor am I interested in seeing that journey if she took it. And I mean, no, you don't think there's much they could do to sway you back to Lori's side after a a rough season two? I don't know. I really dislike Skyler in season one of Breaking Bad. That's what I'm saying. And kind of season two and then started coming around on her. And it took a season and a half to where I really respected her as a character. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, no, I just feel like she... I, I don't like the choices they made in writing. I don't like the choices they made acting. I just don't like anything about her. <laughs> okay. Well, then, no, you don't want to see her live at all. Nope. Neither do I. 100% dead. Yep. Are we giving our, are we giving our, uh, our gar- uh, like a bald move guarantee? Uh, yeah, we should put a death watch on her. Death watch? See, how, how many episodes until she dies? Episodes until, until Lori dies? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to count it down at seven. I think it's half season. Oh, no. Really? Oh, yeah. Because they're still going to be in the prison at the end of the half season, right? If they, they, they've got to deal with all that stuff up front. That's the thing. Like, the plot. Or I don't know if, 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 if this Comic-Con trailer is only the first half of season three, if it's mm-hmm. stuff from both halves. Well, I, I would know. think if they could stretch the farm for a season, they'll stretch the prison and the town oh, I do. for an entire right. season. So I don't so think Lori right. can die at the end of season two. The half season? Yeah. yeah he, she's going to have to die at the end of the full season. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, maybe somebody else will, like a, a Herschel could die. Oof. But. I don't want Herschel to die. All right. We got anything else to talk about, or we stretch nah. this out as far? That's pretty much it. We talked for way longer than I thought we would anyway. We could turn this so. cast into, tw- into a seven-hour cast, and we'd replicate <laughs> the success of the first half of season two. Oh, God. It's a little thin, so let's just rehash. So let's pick a random topic to rehash for another 15 minutes. <laughs> so let's go over this death list. So you predicted... No. <laughs> <laughs>
right. We're just having fun, folks. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, just uh, wish the listeners well, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> let's do that. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.